Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Friday, Edwin. We are wrapping up Psalm 63 today. We certainly are. We've been looking at it all week. It's been a really good week. Walking. For me, I, it's been encouraging to me. I hope it has been for you and for the you know the other listeners to the conversations. I'm with you. Look, I hope if uh, people have been able to listen in each day this week, if if they've been in a dry time that has as the week has progressed, there's been fullness. There's been drinking in the living water that uh, that maybe we've been moving on past that. Yeah, yeah. I hope so for that. Yeah, but even if you're in a dry time, or maybe if you're in a full time this Sunday. We're going to be gathering together with our brothers and sisters, and we're going to be worshiping God. We're going to be praising God. We're going to be meeting together with the sanctuary. And while we're not going to see God visibly like David, we'll see God among his sanctuary as we as we see the worship and as we see the praise, and we can come get filled up. And yeah. if, if you're full, it can be overflowing. If you're dry, you can can fill that cup up. You know what? I Especially if this is a dry season, I really hope you will make that effort. I, I think it'll uh, encourage you. I think it'll bless you. So we've been walking on the paths of righteousness. I know it will. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've been walking on the paths of right. You're saying that even though I'm the one preaching this week. I appreciate that. <laughs> so we're, we've been walking the paths of righteousness, praise, admonition, trust, hope. And today with on Friday, the S, the share. The share. Which is tailor-made for Text Talk Fridays because, I mean, hey, we try to find Jesus find in the Jesus Psalms. We find Jesus in the Friday. Psalms. That's and what we do. What else do we want to share but... I mean, Jesus. Yeah, amen to that. So Psalm 63, I'm going to read from the New Century Version, a song of David when he was in the desert of Judah. God, you are my God. I want to follow you. My whole being thirsts for you like a man in a dry, empty land where there's no water. I've seen you in the temple. I've seen your strength and glory. Your love is better than life. I'll praise you. I'll praise you as long as I live. I'll lift up my hands in prayer to your name. I'll be content as if I'd eaten the best foods. My lips will sing. My mouth will praise you. I remember you while I'm lying in bed. I think about you through the night. You are my help. Because of your protection, I sing. I stay close to you. You support me with your right hand. Some people are trying to kill me, but they will go down to the grave. They'll be killed with swords. They'll be eaten by wild dogs. But the king will rejoice in his God. All who make promises in his name will praise him. But the mouths of liars will be shut. Mm. So those, I, 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 you know what? I kind of like this final contrast. All who make promises in his name will praise him. But the liars, their mouths will be shut. You know, I like that too. I, I really, I've enjoyed that uh, reading this week mm-hmm. for me. Um, oh, you mean from all the translations, that last contrast? I like the last contrast, uh, the, the way it treated some stuff, and in, in actually in the verse one also, um, that we can talk about more in just a moment. But, okay, so where do I see Jesus in this? And we were talking about this a little bit before the mics went hot. Because <laughs> we wanted to make sure we saw him in the same place. Well, right? I just wanted to make sure whether <laughs> before we, we could, started actually talking. We both had something to say here. <laughs> Brother. I've I've had a plenty of conversations with you, and one of us always has. Something we always to say. have plenty to say, don't we? <laughs> but the whole, the the picture of David in the wilderness, and it calls to mind Jesus and his time in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Jesus being in the wilderness. Yeah. And if I could just read from Luke four, it says, "Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for forty days by the devil, and in those days he ate nothing." And afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. 
And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered to him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And I want to put a pin pin in that right there, that when Jesus goes out into the wilderness, and most people believe this would also be the wilderness of Judah, that's a lot of the same grounds being covered as David, right? And notice in this time of... um, uh, loneliness, I guess. He's out by himself. But it's also a time of some uh, physical deprivation as well. It's a fasting for 40 days. He eats nothing, and so he is hungry, right? And something that maybe we hadn't talked about as much this week is that in, in a wilderness time, there might there is a weakness that goes along with that. And, um, you know, it talks about he ate nothing, he was hungry, what's the first temptation? Take a rock and turn it to bread. And where I see a connection here or a callback uh, was with the first verse in Psalm 63. He talks about a soul thirsts for you, and uh, the New King James says, my flesh longs for you. Uh, The reading of the NCV there was, my whole being longs for you. The New King James, or excuse me, NIV, I read yesterday, said, my body longs for you. And so there's this, this corporal element. There is this flesh that is weak. And where does the first temptation from the devil come at that moment? Take this rock and turn it to bread. Do something to satisfy your flesh because there's a weakness in your flesh. There's a weakness in your body, and you want to go do something about it. But, of course, he resists this temptation by saying, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And so the sustenance for his whole being, the sustenance for his flesh— is the word of God. And so in the time for our, in our weakness and in our desert time, let's uh, understand that just as we were talking about in one or two conversations ago, we're whole beings, body and soul together. But there, there is the effect then of the physical weakness. And yet uh, God's going to make sure we have those needs met. But, but that spiritual weakness, the same way, it gets filled by the word of God. Go back over there to Luke four. Sure, read the start reading there at the beginning, and I'll, I'll I'll ask you when to stop. Sure, okay, yeah. So then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan. And oh, was, okay, so so what had happened right before that? The, the, what's what's the filled with the Holy Spirit about there? Right. So he had been to the Jordan River. He had been baptized, immersed in water by John the Baptist. But at the moment of the baptism, when they come up out of the water, then the Holy Spirit descended upon him as a dove in the form of a dove. And so there was this baptism of the Spirit upon him as well. So now he's full of the Spirit. Okay, what happens next? Keep going. All right. And so then he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Wait, wait, what? Led by the Spirit into not, the wilderness. Not to a party? No. Not to the mountain heights? Isn't it interesting? Not to the city of Jerusalem where the temple was and all the religious leaders? Yeah. So so he, and in fact, I think, I can't remember if it's in Luke or Matthew. I think the word there is even that led is, is a little bit more forceful, like driven. Driven. Driven by the mm-hmm. Spirit into the wilderness. So here's David in Psalm 63 going into the wilderness. In, in Matthew and in Luke, we've got Jesus going into the wilderness. And with Jesus, for sure, it wasn't like accidental. No, not at all. It wasn't coincidental. Yeah. It wasn't, oh, this is just the next thing that happened. This is, he he has been baptized. Yeah. It's 
probably a, I mean, well to date for him the most glorious moment of his life mm-hmm. as the the clouds part and the 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 dove comes down upon his head and and the voice of god voice of cries out from the heavens this is my son i am really pleased with him mm-hmm. i mean we as kids love to hear that kind of thing from our fathers yes we do he says, this is my son and, and it's done and he's fulfilled all righteousness and he's come up and it's a time of joy. I mean, you would yeah, think it'd be like, yeah. it'd be, it'd be time to party, but no. Okay. Now it's time to go out in the wilderness. Now you need some wilderness time. Mm. I guess one of the things I want to point out is what, what can help us? We've, we've talked about praise and admonition and trust and hope throughout this. And we've really talked about it in the wilderness and, uh, and those dry times. I, I think what I'm learning as shocking as it is. I learned it from David. I learned it from Jesus. I need the dry time sometimes. Well, and maybe we need some solitary time yeah. sometimes. I need the dry time. I need the solitary time. I need the wilderness time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that what I need to do is go camping. What it means is then I again. <laughs> not that that won't <laughs> not, not that that's not bad. That, that would hurt. Yeah. But I, we're not talking for, for me and for you that we're talking literally we've got to go out into a wilderness. But but spiritually, there are times in the wilderness, and it may be that the Spirit has led us into the wilderness because yeah, I need wilderness time. It's wilderness time that drives us to God. I mean, where this ends, as you already pointed out, for Jesus, the wilderness time prepared him yeah. for the battle, for the temptation that caused him to say, look, I've been relying on the Father for the last 40 days, and okay, you've you brought up this thing about the bread and the stone and all, but I'm going to rely on the Father now too. Yeah, I, I can keep relying on Him even here in the and it, it was and it was the time in the wilderness. Yeah, it wasn't the time at the corporate worship. It wasn't the time of of praise and jubilation and singing amid people and and having all the feel of God's presence. It was this time of loneliness and isolation out in the wilderness that caused him to realize I need the Father more than I need bread. Yeah. I, I need the wilderness time sometimes. We can learn from that. I think that there's a, um, a consideration to be given as well, that in the wilderness time, that might also be an episode of special tempting yeah. or special temptation, mm. uh, that the the uh, the evil one, the tempter, may recognize, well, now this person has been isolated. And, this, and there, like I said, there can be benefit of having some solitary time with God. But at the same time, depending on the circumstances of this wilderness episode or wilderness season, that weakness might be a time of temptation as well. It might be that time. And and what I need to do is, as this psalm has demonstrated, double down on my relationship with Absolutely. God. I need to be I need to be spending that time in meditation, in seeking the Lord, in praise, in thanksgiving, in prayer, in study, in connection. And, and, you know, the, the reality is I think why it's important to point out that I don't mean literally I need wilderness time because in my spiritual wilderness times, I, I probably need other people. Yeah. I mean, there so are, true. there, there is time to go off and, and pursue the discipline of solitude. Yes. Jesus does that. He does that regularly. And look, if I'm going to put faith in Jesus, I'm going to believe he knew how to live. Mm-hmm. And he did spend mm-hmm. times, not just this 40 day time. That was a very special thing at the beginning of his ministry, but there were plenty of times that he went off by himself to have that time yeah. of solitude. So it could be just him and God. But in my wilderness times, I'm probably going to need other people. I'm probably going to need that time to reach out to them and say, look, I'm dry. I'm dry. Let's let's praise God together so that we so we can be filled up. Well, hey, let me ask you about that. So you you say there's other wilderness times or another wilderness time of the Lord? Well, there's a sense in which are you, are you asking about Jesus in specific? 
Yeah, I th- not, not everybody saw you nod your head. <laughs> so, yeah, trying so, to segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so when I when I think about Jesus having other wilderness times, for me, I, you know, there's there's a very real sense in which Jesus' entire earthly life was a wilderness time. I, I mean, yeah. here's here's Jesus that was on the throne in heaven, mm-hmm. and he comes into the world. By God's plan, again, not just coincidental, not just the next thing that just kind of happened, but very purposely is sent into the wilderness of this world (laughs) to live and to die, Mm -hmm. to die on a cross. By the way, on the cross, these temptations that you've already alluded, not alluded to, you've turned to in Luke chapter four there, and also we find in Matthew chapter four, they're essentially repeated yeah, they on are. the cross. If you know what, if you're really gods, come down and we'll worship you. I mean, it's it's kind of the same the same presentation, it just is. just like well, the, and even the dryness, you know, they're offering oh, him yeah, stuff point. to stuff to to drink, and and because his mouth is stuck like a potsherd from yeah, yeah. the Matthew or uh, Psalm 22 language. A whole lot of that going on there. So there's, there's really like this repetition even in the crucifixion of being in the wilderness. But of course, it, it's all of that that led to resurrection. Right. Which it's it's the, it's Jesus' wilderness time that leads to our salvation. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so I say it's probably good for us to follow him in the wilderness. And, and rather than allowing wilderness times to turn us away from God, wilderness times need to drive us to God. Yeah. The Spirit uses wilderness times to grow us if we will cling to him. See, this is back to that cooperation, that hope yesterday. Right. If I will cling to him, he he will uphold me. Mm-hmm. It, it's not mm-hmm. going to be my strength. It's going to be his strength, but I must cling to him. Yes, yes. My yes. clinging matters because he upholds me. And and we find that with Jesus here, uh, e- even when this is done, I think when Luke finishes, it actually points out that the angels come and minister to him. It does. In verse 13 of Luke 4, Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Yeah. yeah. The, the Lord will minister to us. The Lord will comfort us. The Lord will fill us. We talked about all that yesterday as well. So I'll tell you what, uh, yeah, you and I are on the same page. If I'm going to go to Psalm 63 and say, what do I need to share? Yeah. David went to the wilderness and, you know, it, it, it's a foreshadow. Jesus it is. He Jesus did. went to the wilderness. Wilderness times actually can help. And we, we need to share that. We probably should wrap up here. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, if you are in the Tampa area, come out and worship Sunday. All the information about those service times are found on our website, www.christiansmeethere.org. And let's pray. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord. Again, we continue the thanksgiving we've been offering this week for this psalm uh, to see uh, David and his reflections and writings guided by your spirit of his own wilderness experience, confessing great hope and learning lessons and all of that season. We see how it, it prefigures Christ in his own time of wilderness. And so we take heart, Father, in our times of wilderness, that we too might remember who we are and that we follow you, Lord, that we need not doubt you, but have trust and continue on in hope. Praise you, Father, and to never cease, even in a wilderness season. We pray that you would bless us and keep us to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. 
You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.